What up? It's your boy Boss Cog here on the inaugural episode of the Boss Pod. Let's go! Let's go! Whoever was already annoyed by so much content, well, here's more for you. I'm coming. I'm coming. The content machine keeps cranking. Y'all better hop on board the train because the train's pulling out of the station. The good day train. Chugging, 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 choo choo, baby. We're coming. The train is coming. The Boss Cog content train keeps rolling, rolling right along the Boss Pod. Let's go. Start a podcast. Yeah. Why not? Gonna talk a little quarantine. Gonna talk a little quarantine. Gonna talk a little corona. Not too much, though. Uh,. Yeah, I'm going to talk to myself in like the third and first person. That's going to be confusing. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to talk to Boss Cog. Boss Cog interviews Seth Coggin. So pretty sweet thing I got going on. Going to talk a little Tiger King. Got to talk a little Tiger King. Um, Yeah, pretty tight. Um, So I am Boss Cog. I am a beast. I'm happy to be here. I am a killer uh, of, of good things, you know, like uh, in a good way. Um, but right now I'm in quarantine and it's about week two for me, I guess. And things have kind of started to feel like this is actually my normal life and not just like a weird quasi vacation stuff. Um, yeah, so I've t- kind of settled into the new reality of, like, this is what it's going to look like for the foreseeable future of just, like, not much leaving the house, you know? That's a lot to deal with. That's a lot of time to think. Uh, some people don't really like to think that much. Um, they just like to do. And you don't want to leave people with too much time to think because then things get crazy. And that's where I like to live. I like to live in the chaos. I love chaos. I think that chaos is gorgeous i think that chaos is beautiful i love sports that's why i like sports because sports at times is just true chaos and it's momentum and it's it's just beautiful to watch when things are so seemingly uncoordinated i love it there's something so beautiful about it i just love it and so um that's why i've i've officially like a month ago called myself the chaos czar before even things kind of got crazy, and then, um, I was actually thinking things, to be honest, I was thinking things might get even crazier, where I was prepared to truly live out in the woods, and start a new establishment, take over, we had, we had plans, crazy good plans to start over, you know, if things really, really got off the rails here in the country, but, you know, we've kind of settled into the new normal, we're finding our way to live with it, but, um, yeah, I pretty much just hang out, and, uh, wake up in the morning and see what the day holds for, for Boss Cog. I, I, I tweet a lot of stupid stuff. Uh, I make a lot of food. I've been eating a lot. Um, it's kind of all I have to do. It's pretty fun. I like eating and I like baking food. I love baking. I've been baking a ton of stuff. I baked some like banana uh, cho- oatmeal chocolate chip cookies yesterday and they were pretty good. I, I I didn't use a recipe or anything. I just totally eyeballed it. And uh, so it was truly an experiment just in the lab, me cooking up in the lab. And it was it was pretty fun. It was, it was chill. Uh, 
I enjoyed it. I had a good time doing it. And so, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, but, yeah, I, I wake up and I dominate every day. Uh, hop on the good day train. Even though there's corona around, it's still... You just got to find ways to have great days. You just got to find a way to enjoy yourself and fill that with whatever time keeps you healthy, spiritually, physically, and mentally. And it's hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, I don't think people really realize the full impact even yet of what this quarantine situation is going to be over time. It's not just a one or two week thing. This is like for the next couple months, this is what life is going to look like. And it's going to be hard to not be around uh, people like we're, we're, we're typically used to, but we can do it. We're strong. We're stronger than we ever believe. And I love sharing that belief. I love sharing that, um, because it's so true and that's not coming from boss cog. That's not coming from Seth. That's just, that's just a fact. We are so much stronger as humans than we believe. And we let ourselves believe and we can do immeasurably more than we think we can. And we're so capable. Oh, it just pumps me up. We're so capable of doing great things, and I'm excited to see all of you do fantastic things and use this time um, to change the world, man. Change, change everything. We've we've been given an opportunity, and and everything in life is just an opportunity. And you can either look at it as a positive, or you can look at it as a negative. And you can say, you know what, this coronavirus is a negative. It's going to be so hard to find a job. Our economy is going to be in ruins people are dying and yes all that is true but we can also use it as a positive to say you know what this is a terrible event in history a terrible event in history and it's horrifying and it's scary but it's an opportunity for us to create positive change and make a positive lasting impact on the world around us and the community around us um i love community i think the idea of community is so powerful we crave community we crave people to share our ideas and beliefs with we crave a safe place to share our ideas and our beliefs and our feelings and our thoughts and our stupid thoughts and our good thoughts and our bad thoughts and our sad thoughts and our happy thoughts we crave a place to share that and so um a lot of times twitter is a little bit of that community i i just get on there and you guys are some of my community for real i, I share thoughts and stuff and they're stupid and they're sometimes they're they're funny because they're dumb and they're meaningless, but they're so meaningful, and I love tweeting about the good day train. That's my, one of my favorite things Ian started, Ian Benny, my buddy, started recently. This idea of a good day train, you know? It's leaving the station. You can choose to get on it or, or not, uh, but it's your choice whether you have a good day or not. It goes back to something that was so stu- I used to think was so stupid back in middle school. Our, our uh, gym teacher and football coach would do the morning announcements, right? And he would say, Make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. I thought that was the dumbest, cheesiest, corniest thing, but you know what? I love that. I love it. That's that's kind of how I live my life. Make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. It's your choice to have a great day. That's why pe- people ask, how was your day? My day was great. Every single day was great. My day was great. Even if things happened that were sad or unfortunate or stuff went against me, you know what? I still had a great day. I had a great day because I lived it. I lived it to the fullest. I tacked it. In whatever fashion I tacked it in that day, that's how I tacked it. And so I had a great day. But the choice is mine, and I've chosen to have a great day. And that's the boss cog mentality. Um, so, yeah. So even though we've been in quarantine, we've been locked up, find ways to just make it great. Listen to great music. Have a good phone conversation with your parents. Or call an old friend. 
send write a letter to someone that was so important to you, a good mentor or someone that has impacted you that they might not never they might not ever know um that they impacted you and that that's something I, I really just love like show people that you appreciate them in whatever the way that what that is like I, I i can't tell you the amount of times when i'll say something stupid or tweet something stupid and someone will be like it may be like that you know within an hour or a day or it could be weeks from then and they're like hey you know you remember this tweet like yeah i thought it was you know, it impacted me somehow. I thought it was funny. Okay, that's great. If I can make one person laugh, then I've succeeded. If I, I can make one person enjoy that for a moment, then I've succeeded. If I, if I can make one person have positive thoughts, then I've, exa- I've, I've accomplished my entire mission. So you, but when people tell me that, it, it brings me so much joy and courage and, and it, it keeps me so passionate about keeping on in whatever that is. And so just tell people you appreciate them. So that's my kind of challenge. Tell people you appreciate them. Now I kind of want to talk to myself. What is a boss cog? What what the heck is this, man? People people probably see this and people that know me might know it a little bit better. And people that really know me understand it even probably a little bit more. Um, but most of the people that follow me like know Seth, like know me, but not all of them. Um, so it's kind of funny uh it's just funny for me to have this kind of online persona that that is a hundred percent Seth, but is a hundred percent separate from Seth, and it's Boss Cog. It's taken on its a whole new like I don't know. It's just it's just funny to me, and I love it. So Seth, I am not. I'm speaking as the boss. I will speak to Seth, but then as Seth, I will speak to the boss. I don't know if that's gonna make sense. I'm just gonna roll with it. Um. So Seth, where did the boss cog come from what's the origin of the boss cog well that's a great question um it starts way back in high school with my buddy ben batista one of my closest friends and will always be connected uh through the boss man fraternity it's the most elite fraternity in the world there are three current members it is myself and i am very fortunate to be a member and Ben Batista and his father, John Batista, were the only three boss men in the whole world. People have tried to get in, but they can't because you have to have a special mentality to be a boss man. And it's just the boss mentality is the mentality that we never lose. We never lose. There is no failure as a boss. Not because we don't, we don't win every time, but every loss is one closer to our next win. Every, every failure is just one step towards our next victory. So that's the boss mentality. We never lose. It's kind of the same thing as like the mama mentality. Like I will, if I work my hardest, if I outwork you, if I put my everything into this, I cannot lose. I cannot lose if I give my absolute all. And so that's kind of the boss mentality. And that's where boss man came from for Benny. And I was a boss, but I was not the boss man. And so I was kind of on Twitter. I was Seth Coggin WPS my original username and that was fine while I was in high school you know it was who I was um but then I kind of started changing how I saw my interaction online and I didn't really like Seth Coggin WPS anymore first of all because I came to Arkansas and everyone understood what WPS meant I and that so it kind of became lame to me back in high school like WPS didn't really mean 
um, anything to a lot of people unless you really knew who I was or you really were an Arkansas fan because it means Wupik Suey. Anyway, so it was kind of, it had this kind of mystique. Um, not mystique. I mean, it was stupid. It was just a couple letters at the end of a username. But like, then when I came to Arkansas and everyone knew that, it was, it was just lame. And so I changed it up and I was the boss cog. That's what I am. I am the boss cog. It's like a symbol of hope. It's like a symbol of, oh, I'm the boss cog. That's sweet. It's stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. But it's so perfect. It's so good. And that kind of comes from boss hog. And I thought that was cool that boss cog, when you say them fast, it kind of sounds, boss cog, kind of sounds the same as boss hog. So I thought it was just hilarious. Um, so it combines my name and my love for my school and the fact that I'm a boss. All rolled into one. Boss cog rolls off the tongue. Easy to easy to say, and it just fit. Sometimes you have a name, and it just fits. And so, Boss Cog kind of became this like. It's 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 Seth. It's a hundred percent Seth Coggin, but it's also a hundred percent its own entity. It's a hundred percent its own persona, and it all comes from me. It's all a hundred percent my own stuff, but it's so unique because anything goes as Boss Cog. Boss Cog is just like, he can say anything, can be as ignorant, and it's just, it's Boss Cog, and it's it's separate from, from Seth, so, it's just been a weird, fun, I just like experimenting and messing around, and I use Twitter as a platform to, Twitter is a kind of an escape for me, even though it is a lot of the real world, like, it's just kind of where I go, and I put some of my own thoughts and creative ideas down, and it's like a journal, a diary, any kind of thing like that. It's just where I go have fun and interact with friends. And so Boss Cog is its own person now, but it's always part of me. It's kind of like, I like to, exp- it's, it's confusing because they're all so intertwined yet so separate that um, it doesn't really make sense and it makes total sense at the same time. But like, I like to think of it like Boss Cog never loses. Boss Cog wakes up and he dominates every day he attacks every day that's not something i just kind of tweet as an accident or i share as an accident like that's that's the motto i live by like we are blessed every single morning if i wake up and i open my eyes i am blessed to be alive and that that day is a gift and the only way i can fail the only way i can fail in this whole life is if i waste that gift and so i give it my all give it my absolute best every single moment of every single day and that's the boss mentality but sometimes seth doesn't want to do that you know seth might, might wake up and be lazy and but no i'm you got to have that boss cog mentality that boss mentality i'm going to dominate today i'm going to win today because i'm going to get better if i don't get better then i've failed so i'm going to get better today in whatever way that is i'm going to get better and so that's just kind of how we live life every every situation is an opportunity we can either choose joy and choose to get better and choose to better ourselves, or we can choose despair and choose complacency, and that will kill us. Complacency will kill us. So we choose joy, and we choose happiness, and we choose every single day to get a little bit better, because that's what it's all about, getting a little bit better every single day. It's so cheesy. It's so corny. Better every day, but it's exactly what we have to do. Better, better every single moment. And there's no finished product. That's what's so fantastic. That's that's what I love about. I, I, I do have a, a strong faith, and and that's what's so crazy about faith and the fact 
that like you never have a perfect faith. There's there's not a blueprint where it's like, okay, you know what, pack it up. This this faith is completely perfect. It's done. Um, it's it's in stone. It's perfect. It will never go away. It's on a strong foundation. No, you never have that. You're always building. You're always building continually. And there is technically no real end in sight. That the joy is the process. The joy is in the effort and the process and the commitment. The joy is in you choosing something and you working your butt off at it. The joy is in the process of of getting better. Because we know that there is no finished product. There's no finished product of Seth Coggin. There's no finished product of Boss Cog. There is no like, I don't have a final vision of what I'm supposed to be. I don't have a final vision of, of what defines success of a lifetime. I, don't, I, I can't see the end of my life. I can't see, but I can have today. I can have today and I can work my hardest to be the best version of Boss Cog today. The best, best version of Seth Coggin today. And so what does that look like? And that's what we decide every single day. What does that look like? I love this idea of once-in-a-lifetime opportunities because it, it recently I went to the um, Titans-Chiefs AFC Championship game and someone described to me as like, oh, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I was like, man, you're right. That is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But then I've just been captured by this idea of once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and I don't know if that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. For all I know, the Titans could play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City next year. Maybe. It's, it's not likely, but it's very possible. It might not be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But you know what is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Every single day. Every single day is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. April 1st, 2020. April 1st, 2020 will never be lived again. It is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do something great. Make April 1st, 2020 be special. The, you will never get a chance to relive today. That's the only once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we have is every single day. Every single day is once-in-a-lifetime. All the other situations we create, yeah, it might be the only time we do it in our life, but it's not technically once-in-a-lifetime. Like We could recreate that's why every single situation we get in, every single day is once in a lifetime. Every single interaction is once in a lifetime. You can meet with the same people every single day, meet with the same group of five or six, 20 people, and it will never be the same. It will never be exactly the same dynamic. Even if it's the same people, same place, same environment, same everything, it will not be the same because it's not the same day. It will not be exactly the same. So that's what we that's what I strive to do. I strive to take advantage of every single day, every single opportunity because it's an opportunity for growth. And that's what I'm seeking out, growth. Growth, that's what we're all seeking out. So anyway, that's why I attack the day. That's why I tweet all that stupid stuff. Because I believe it. I I truly believe it. And it, people are so drawn to passion. People can sense true passion in others they can sense when they care i don't care that that's what i want to do with this podcast i'm going to get people that care about random things but i want people that care a hundred percent about things i don't care what it is i am so intrigued by people who have passion about stuff passion about pottery passion about music passion about books passion about art passion about twitter passion about tiktok dude i don't care 
if you if you have a true passion for it, it's beautiful. And I want to hear about it and I want to learn about it. So anyway, that's kind of a little bit about Seth and a little bit about Boss Cog, where it came from, what it actually stands for, and uh, what I believe. So yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you, Seth, for joining the pod. Um, very excited to have you on. We'll look forward to hearing more about you later. Um, yeah. Now I want to shift to a little pop culture. Talking a little Tiger King. Tiger King, the show that has absolutely swept the nation. It has swept my mindset. I binged it over two days. A very easy binge. That's that's kind of what's great about it. A very easy binge. Um, very quick and just captivating. I mean, it's character after character after character of intriguing people. People that you would 100% believe are in exotic animal business. You got... It, it's just so it's just so gorgeous. So you got a, an exotic zoo in, in Oklahoma, in southern Oklahoma, where it's a, a gay tiger king, where there are no laws, there's no rules, anything goes. It's crazy. It's lawless. Then you got a guy in Miami who's got exotic tigers, and where else would exotic tigers be than Miami? And he's dealing cocaine. Of course he's dealing cocaine. He's dealing exotic animals and cocaine in Miami. What a crazy, of course he is. You got a guy in Myrtle Beach that's kind of more upscale, but still kind of white trash and still really culty and weird. And then you got a person in Tampa who's just a crazy psycho who believes she's helping animals when really she's just doing the same exact thing. It's just a wild show and just character after character of just crazy crazy things you got this guy who comes in who's a convicted felon sean Lowe, and he wears a do-rag under an oakley hat and he's just crazy everyone's crazy and they're all bad people kind of but there's good about them and what they do makes sense and you're drawn to them but you're you're so ah turned away by some of the stuff that they do and Joe Exotic, is he a hero? Is he a villain? I, I don't know. It, the show kind of makes him out to be a hero, but you also acknowledge that he's not a saint. Anyone that's dealing with exotic animals, first of all, is not a saint. Let's be honest. So you kind of, once you get over that fact, it's like he was kind of just doing it for the pure love of, of the sport. He was, Joe Exotic was doing it for the pure love of exotic animals. Like, this is a crazy thing. I'm, it's outlandish. It's crazy. But this is why I love doing it. I love making content doing tv shows i love being the tiger king i'm the tiger king because i i'm all about like exposure and so we're drawn to him and he's really the first hero of he's the first hero of quarantine in general because so many people have watched it and been like he's at least entertained that that at the end of the day love him hate him he's entertained people and so he's done his job and carol is just made out to be the villain and did she kill her husband? You got I mean, you got to think so. It was almost a perfect crime. It was so obvious. It was so obvious that, like, it just makes so much sense that she did. But it was also she got away with it because it made so much sense. She could almost laugh it off and be like, of course you think I killed my husband. But that doesn't mean I did. And, so she, and she's insane because she says she's rescuing animals, but she's got them in cages too. Ah, oh, it's just such a crazy. Go watch it if you haven't. If you have, I'm not really going to spend too much more time on it that's just what i've been enthralled with in pop culture lately um yeah so it's just crazy it's just all crazy um 
so yeah, I've been loving watching that. Um, also want to talk about music. So I kind of, I love music and, and I love sharing music and I want to create more of a community music sharing app almost. Like I want to create like a community sharing, like, Hey, what are y'all listening to? I know there's kind of ways you can do it on Spotify and stuff, but like, I'm talking about a true, true, like thing that's totally dedicated to uh, community and like sharing music with each other. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to talk about, and, and whenever I do, I kind of just want to talk about like a new release, maybe like new music that I like, and then maybe like some old stuff that I'm listening to. Um, but yeah, so a album that recently came out that I like is actually the weekend's album, which I don't really know if it's like cool or popular like the weekend, but I really like this new album because it's kind of the weekend vibe that I've always liked. Uh, hardest to love and scared to live are just awesome songs. And then, um, in your eyes is fantastic. I I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of just vibey, vibey stuff that I just like to kind of put on. It's not too like. Some music is super artistic, and it's like, I really need to be all in on the music if I want to enjoy it, but then other things, it's just kind of like, I can have it on and enjoy it in the background, and like, that's kind of where it is. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I've been listening to. It came out within like the past two weeks, so I've been listening to that a little bit. Um, Well, I I listen to so much music. I'm all over the place. I love old music. But in terms of, like, really of, like, actually old music, um, let's see. I've been listening to a lot of Al Green. I love Al Green. I just love, that's, that's my spotlight. That's my artist spotlight for today. Um, Let's Stay Together is just one of my favorite songs of all time. So much good music. So if you don't know Al Green, go listen to him. Um, shout out to... Man, quite a few people have passed recently, actually, artists. So I would also shout, like, RIP, like, um, Kenny Rogers. Man, that's so sad. He's kind of a legend, like, doing doing really good music. Islands in the Stream is one of my favorite songs of all time. I love Dolly more than anyone. So that's really sad. And then Joe Diffie also passed away. And he, I'm not like a huge fan, but, but I definitely like grew up listening to a lot of his music on the, the 90s country station. That's one of my, that was my favorite. 95.5 played a lot of the old country back in Nashville. And so I loved, I would listen to a lot of Joe Diffie. And so, yeah, so it's kind of a, I mean, that, that's obviously super sad. Those are two, two legends of, of the music industry that are really sad and, and you know, I think of death as a beautiful part of life. And some people might not like the way to look at it, but that's how I look at it. I, it's it's always part of the circle. It's it, it will always be part of the circle of life. The only guarantee in life is that we will at some point perish from this earth. And so how did you live a life worth remembering? Did you live a life where you impacted people? Did you live a life that will live on? Recently, I was watching Gladiator. Freaking awesome movie. Um, long, long as I'll get out. But but, but what, uh, 
Russell Crowe's character said in the very first battle battle scene will always what we do echoes in eternity what we do echoes in eternity but that doesn't mean you know the financial success we have money doesn't linger money will not echo in eternity empires really don't echo in eternity but how we treat people that echoes in eternity how we change people's lives echoes in eternity and so if you if you positively impact one person that exponentially echoes in eternity one life touches so many others if you if you can positively impact one person then you've changed the course of history if you can change one person's life you change history ah oh, it's so powerful it's so awesome if you and we do that by loving people and we'll talk about that more you know love is my love is what i strive for i strive to love people relentlessly and without you know there's no conditions unconditional love is how i want to treat people and i haven't always done that and i have to deal with that fact but i can't change that all i can do is love the next person and so that kind of brings us to um, my final charge my final word of the day and that's just this idea of next step next step next breath next step next plan next move you cannot succeed you cannot reach your final goal in one leap it takes so many small steps you cannot have a great day simply by saying i'm gonna have a great day you have to choose that in every single decision every single step you take has to be purposeful and with action and with a a drive and desire to succeed and so next step what is my next step what is my very next move going to be and how can i make that with the most dedication possible how can i make that the best step possible so this focus on next step instead of looking down the road it's like hey how can i be great at the next step i cannot be excellent i cannot be excellent in the end if i'm not excellent at every single every single thing i do and i love this i got this is from kobe actually in an interview where he was talking to the love this kobe interview love it love it love it he was talking to the alabama football team and first of all awesome in itself that he's doing that but also awesome because you know who's sitting there taking notes in the crowd you know who's sitting there taking notes nick saban Nick Saban, greatest college football coach of all time, is sitting there learning. That's what makes us great. We learn from other great people. We surround ourselves with great people and we learn from them. We learn what makes them great. And so Kobe said it best. He said, excellence. Hold on. I'm going to have to look it up to make sure I get it like exactly right because I do not want to mess this quote up because it's so fantastic. Um, excellence. Excellence is never, it's not a one-time thing. Excellence is not a one-time thing. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to find this quote because I want to get the quote exactly perfect. Um, I don't want to mess it up. This idea of excellence is captivating to me because 
Um, I just, I'm so tired of complacency. I'm so tired of people that are just okay being okay. I hate that. I hate that more than anything in the world. That's what I hate. Um Gosh, I can't find I can't find this quote. It's on my Twitter somewhere and hopefully I'll I'll try to link it in I guess or something, but like it's excellence is not a one-time choice. And to, oh, this is what it is. If you want to be excellent in something, if you want to do something excellent, you must be you must be excellent in every single aspect of life. In every single aspect of life, you must be excellent. If you want to succeed, you have to be successful in every single aspect of life. You can't say, "You know what? I'm going to be a successful CEO one day," and just it's it's not going to happen. You just you can't say that. You can't say, "Oh, I'm going to be a successful father one day. I'm going to be an excellent father one day. I'm going to be an excellent mother one day. I'm going to be an excellent CEO one day." No. I have to be excellent at how I treat people today. I have to be excellent at every single aspect of every, I'm about to go on a jog. I have to be excellent on that jog. I have to do my absolute best. I'm going to make I'm going to make dinner later. I have to be excellent at cooking dinner. Like everything I do, I have to do excellent or I'm failing. If I want to be excellent ever. So if we want to be excellent at anything, you must be excellent at every single aspect of life. And that's it. That's that's the way. That is the challenge. So this is the Boss Pod episode one. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I don't really know. I had fun. Uh, who is Boss Cog? I hope you learned a little bit about me. Um, we're gonna we'll do different things. This one's kind of just an introductory into the mind of Boss Cog, and I I feel like I did a pretty good job of getting in my my own head. But I uh, hope you guys listen, and enjoy it. Um, I don't know. Love you guys. I really do. Um, I love, I try to love everyone. Um, that's, that's, that's what I try to do. And I, but I really do. I I love you guys. And I hope, uh, y'all know that and hope that's contagious in your own life. So appreciate it. If anyone actually made it to the end of this, shout out you, how you can, uh, hit me up and I'll be very, very proud because I don't know, rambled on a lot. So anyway, hope you have a great day. Hopefully I'll be back. Love you guys.